Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode 98. So close. Sorry, I had to burp. That's gross, Jack. Don't I didn't burp that. into the mic. <laughs> Burped away from the mic. Away from the mic. Jack. Yes. How are you? Very good. Tell everybody what happened. I got engaged. You got engaged. We're at the cottage. We just got back literally a half hour ago. Yep. From a nine and a half hour drive. Yep. So if things go off the rails a little bit for me, that's my reasoning. Um, Almost saw a dead guy. Yeah. Oh my God. The weirdest thing happened. So there was an accident. Very sad. I hate when I see accidents. I don't care if I'm... uh, I just don't know what you're going to say next. No, I don't. I like, I don't care if I'm inconvenienced. I always feel bad for like oh. whatever's happening. Like, you know how some people are like, oh, it's an accident. Especially after you've been driving for eight hours. We are like, oh, but then I always think of the people and I think that's really sad. So anyway, we got off. We were like probably still about an hour and a half from home, but everybody had to go to the bathroom and we're like, if we're going to sit in traffic, we better go to the bathroom. So we got off and we found a mall and we went in and before we went in, we parked and the guy beside us, this old man, he looked like he's 105 years old. You guys, I'm not even exaggerating, was just slumped over and I must have stared at him for two minutes and I did not see any breathing and we were all freaking out. We were like, listen, let's go for a pee. And then we'll come out and deal with it. Because we had to go really bad. I know that maybe wasn't the right choice. But we all had to go really, really bad. So we're like, let's go. And then we're going to deal with it. But the whole time we're all peeing, we're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, we're freaking out. So anyways, we came back to the car. And he had this, like, younger, probably granddaughter or something. Great granddaughter, probably. Or because he was really old. Um, was in the car with him. So we were like, wow. Okay. And she stared at us. She did, because I think we were staring at them, too, because I was just like, okay, he is alive. Yeah. It was a bit of an adventure the last, like, two hours were. Yeah. So, anyways, Jack's engaged, and it was really exciting. He did it at the cottage, and it was really cute. And we had really good family time. We did. Good quality, some good inside jokes that we'll probably repeat for a while. Yes. There were some really fun nights. Some and dancing on tables. Yes. Because I did find early in the trip, I found a playlist that was called Songs to Get Drunk White Girls Dancing on Elevated Surfaces. So then we had to test it. We're like, well, we'll put it on and see. And you know what? There were times we were on the picnic table. Sometimes on the top, sometimes just just on the seat part. Yep. And then other times we didn't go up. But it was a fun game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just had to have a sip of my wine, you guys. Sorry. Anyways. So answer it how you're doing? Because you yeah. also had a million dollar idea or you don't. What? What million dollar idea? I don't know. You said, well, you messed something up because you s- said that you. I had a million dollar idea, but now they've I've already seen it in the stores. Oh. But I said it all wrong. And Meg's like, wow. Yeah. I just really tired. That was a lot. This past week has been a lot. In a fun way, but I'm exhausted. And now dog and hubby aren't coming back until next week. So I got like a few days of respite. (laughs) (laughs) Where I can hopefully just recover. I was going to say after this, I don't know when I'm going to see you next. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. 
I'm going to see you tomorrow. You're coming with me. Well, I just didn't think. I thought we we're all. Oh, yeah. We always say that when we come back from vacation, everybody kind of goes and does their own thing because we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. So everybody might need a break. Yeah. That's also why we're a day late. Yes. Sorry. Friday. Friday. Uh, so today. Today. Uh, we're doing our IMCs. I watched Runaway Jury and you watched The Incredible, The Wickedly Talented Man of Steel. And then we have it's a ten but challenge, not really a game, but just yeah, see what we think about yeah, movies. Yeah, it's more of a just a game. A lot of fake movie ideas, but I think you kind of have to use motivation from real movies. Yeah, and people. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it'll be fun. We will have to explain what that is for people that don't know because it is a TikTok thing, and yeah. some people that listen don't have TikTok, which is completely fine. So we're going to explain it to you when we get to that segment, Jack. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I won. I'm going first. Okay. Okay. So I watched Man of Steel and I told Jack, out of all of the movies he's ever given me, this was probably my least favorite. I'm just going to say that. However, I'm going to tell you about it. Man of Steel. 2013. It is on Netflix. It got 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. Ever since we did that now, I'm no. obsessed with it. Uh, the director was Zack Snyder. It is an alien child played by... Oh, my God. Where's his name? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Wow. I don't know where his name is. Um, he's evacuated from his dying world, so in space, to Earth. And his peace is threatened when other survivors of his home planet invade Earth. But, like, he's older when that happens. So, the movie starts out... I think this was my problem. Is the movie starts out in space. I, I'm okay with space. Sorry, I'm making it sound like that's the problem. But it's, like, Russell Crowe, Michael Shannon. And they... It's, like, the Earth is dying. And they're fighting. And it's, like... It's very unclear to me what's happening. Like, I don't... I felt like it was very chaotic. And then it got kind of cheesy because like the Russell Crowe did something to the baby. So the baby would have powers and it was just like it was just a little bit cheesy. Anyways, and they send him to Earth, this kid. Right. Then we. OK, so that is like a good 10, 15 minutes of that. And I just I didn't I wasn't like blown away. And I think it's because I was trying to think of why. And I think it's because now that we have like Avenger movie and stuff like that, it's not it doesn't hold up to me. Like, when I watch it, I was like, this is not as good as, like, Marvel. Right? Yeah. Okay. So then so then we cut to um, Clark. Clark Kent, guys. Superman. He is, he's like a man now. Okay. And he's on a fishing boat. And they get this distress call from an oil rig fire. So Clark swims in and he saves the men. And it's, like, on the oil rig. And it's really stressful. And he's, like, holding up things. And so he's clearly showing his strength. And then people are like, oh, how is he doing this? You know, like that. And then, and then he falls in the water. And then we cut to when he was a boy and he was in a bus and the bus went over into water and he like pushed the bus to save everybody. Okay. So it's like, it's a lot of like, okay, we're here. Okay. So we're a baby. Then we're a man. Then we're in the water. Then we're in a, then we're a kid and we're in a bus. Okay. But this is where we get to meet, um, the parents, which are played by Kevin Costner and Diane Lane, who I, who I love. Diane Lane I love um and they've really they've raised him to be like don't 
don't show your powers because they know. I mean, he showed up in this like alien ship that they hide in a barn and they're like, don't show your powers because the world is not ready for someone like you and it will ruin your life basically. Right. But unfortunately he can't help himself because he is, wants to help people. So anything that happens, he's trying to save everybody. And then it's like, he gets kind of found out. Um, like, yeah, he likes to be the hero. And then like one example is this, like there's a really bad storm and there's like this tornado and they went back. So they all were running under this like underpass thing to, to try and like whatever. And he was like, I want to help. And Kevin Costner, dad was like, no, like you can't do anything. But then the dog is in the truck stall. So he's like, I'm going to go get the dog. And Kevin Costner's like, I'm going to go get the dog, the dad, right? He's like, I'm going to go get the dog. And you know what's going to happen. We're not going to kill the dog because some people are going to be upset. But you know who we got to kill off? We got to kill the dad. But he looks over at him because he's looking at him like, I can come and save you. And he just like does this quiet, subtle little like, no, no, don't do it. So uh, we meet Amy Adams. Who, so wait, does it save the dog? Yeah, the dog is fine, everybody. I was very stressed out about it. Um, so Amy Adams... We, we meet her. She's Lois Lane. She's a reporter. She's catching on to the story. She's kind of piecing things together. She meets him. There's like, you know, lovey feelings. Um, and then Michael Shannon comes. So when I said like the su- survivors from the, his whole planet, they all show up. I'm not really. This is where I wasn't really sure. Like, what does he want? He wants the planet, I think. I think that's why they came. But I don't I don't know why they can't just all live in harmony. Yeah, because that would be a great movie. Superman <laughs> and peace. That's a, that's always a great combination. I know, but it's like, why why does it have to be Earth? Like, just go to a different planet. Like, you guys are from space. Just go there. Anyways, so there's a lot of fighting. What I did, a couple of things I did really like about it. Amy Adams was not some damsel in distress. You know how much I hate that. I hate when they portray girls like these, like, weak little save me, save me. I mean, sometimes, sure, it's okay. But for the most part, I don't want to see girls screaming and being like, eh, when they can just climb up something or they can just try, not just hang there and scream. I think the only the only specific time I will not argue this but and not say that they're necessary. But Tell me. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. Because you talk about Kirsten Dunst in the oh, original Lord. Spider-Man yeah. franchise. There is one where she is in a taxi in a spider web. Mm-hmm. dangling from some high-rise building. I just want to know what you want her to do Okay, then. okay. And what is he doing? Because she's in a spider web. She's fine. It's not breaking, okay? Is but he helping other people? I think he's then, fighting the bad guy. Yeah, so keep your mouth shut. Let him do his thing, and he'll get to you. But then eventually it drops. Okay, then I'm sorry. I don't know. It's your time to go. Like, I don't know. Like, it's <laughs> like she wants to be saved, and then this bad guy could kill other people. Like, just... You know, or climb out, wrap yourself in the web or something. Like, I don't know. I just can't imagine I would. Well, I don't know what I would do because I'm not good in those situations. But in movies, I don't like to see it. Fair. Yeah. I just think it sh- it portrays a very, ah, help me, help me. I don't like that. Anyways. um, Yeah. So it wasn't my favorite. I can see why you wanted me to watch it. But I think because now I'm such a Marvel fan, it it just didn't hit anywhere close to what I've seen with Marvel. Had I not seen Marvel, I probably would have enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think I've just been now tainted in the in the Marvel world, not tainted in a bad way, but just in the now nothing compares like superhero like you don't think wise. The Batman. Oh, Batman was great. Yeah. I'm trying to think now. Like, what did you ever see? Like, did you see the whole Dark Knight trilogy? Uh, I saw the one with Bane. Not not Bane. Yeah. Well, with Tom Hardy. Yeah, I saw that one. Then you saw the one with the Joker. Yeah. Did you see the one with Liam Neeson? No. Okay. Because that's the first one. Oh, so I watched it all out of order? Yeah. You probably honestly watched the middle one and then... Two and then three? Yeah. Yeah. I got the gist of it, though. Batman Begins, though, is good, though. It it is... Is that the first one? Yeah. It's the... Or... It is the origin story. Oh, you know I like those. But That's what Man of Steel... Okay. Well, I want you to go watch it then and see. When's the last time you watched this movie? Probably 20... What did it come out? 2013. Probably watched it in 2014. So, yeah, I just, I'm just saying, I just don't think it held up well or it probably was really good. He was really good. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but it just wasn't my favorite. Have you seen other Superman movies? You know what? I don't think I'm a Superman fan. I think that's what it is too. I don't really like, I like Spider-Man. That's good. Well, I'm just trying to think of the mans. It's a lot of mans. <laughs> I like Batman yep. and Spider-Man. Not Iron Man? I like Iron Man, too. I could, we could spend all day <laughs> talking about different superheroes. Okay, you go now. Um, okay. My movie was 2003's Runaway Jury. It's almost 20 years old. That's weird. That is weird, right? Like, I, I always go by, like, the year is how old I am for, like, most of the year, but it's still weird to think how long ago this actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Gary, I didn't write down how to pronounce it, but Fleeter, Fleeter. Okay. Um, so, after a workplace shooting, uh, the gun, actually, no, sorry, not the gun. I wrote the gun manufacturer lawyer, but that's not actually the prosecutor. Uh, played by Dustin Hoffman, has to not fight, but has to battle against a jury consultant played by Gene Hackman. Um, During that time, a juror, juror, Mm -hmm. played by John Cusack, Cusack, right? Yeah. That's how you say it. Um, Reveals that they can sway, reveals that he can sway the jury in whichever way. Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a cat and mouse game the whole time. It's kind of like three sides. There's like there's the good side, which is Dustin Hoffman. He is and his wife. Or sorry, he's he is defending. Yeah. Or yeah, he's defending. He's defending or prosecuting his for like client. His client. Good job. Is someone that lost in this like lost someone in the workplace shooting. Yeah. Um, and then so. This juror, John Cusack, and then his girlfriend, Rachel Weisz, is honestly kind of, I would say she's more of the mastermind kind of working everything around. Because he is on the jury, so he can only do so much. So they really, they work really well as as a team, I would say. Mm -hmm. At first it said it's in New Orleans, and then I was like, oh, that's not going to matter. And the first scene is like, and you're lit listening to baton rouge radio you're in new orleans and i'm like okay i guess okay. i'll put that down we're in new orleans it really doesn't mean much to the story outside of like a couple accents and yeah yeah like i think walking just location around, yeah like yeah. the french quarter it was yeah. actually kind of cool because usually something like that is in like new york or la like yeah a, i don't want to say bigger city but maybe like a more mainstream city yeah 
so yeah, we have this this guy. We meet this guy. He's got family celebrating his kid's birthday on the weekend. Comes in, and they're stockbrokers and gives his assistant coffee and they're talking blah 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 this is so fun and i'm like oh i see what we're doing Mm -hmm. and then shooting starts happening and he's like oh i'm gonna protect us the one they did a really weird thing where like he's like looking out the window like the crack of the window yeah but he's like watching the tv he's obviously looking for the person and then he's like all right we're good and then he opens the door and the person's standing there. And then they kind of like flash his face. Yeah. But the, you, you don't see the person ever. No. And you don't see the sh- gunshot. Either. No. No. It just kind of flashes. She and, was kind of annoying. That secretary girl. She was kind of annoying in that scene. Like. Again, you're in a stressful situation. But it's like drop to the ground and call. Yeah. He wasn't, like he, she was like on the phone, like in like. You know, like, just here I am. Like, I was like, what are you doing? And then, like, she couldn't explain it. And then the 911 operator, like, put her on hold. Yeah. Which I'm going to, I'm going to go. Probably I don't think. not going to happen. I don't think that happens. Because then what are they? You're really panicked. I need to put you on hold. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can, can this be? Is could this you hold, th- please? <laughs> is this that stressful? Because you're, you're freaking out. You need yeah, to yeah. calm down. Calm down. Because that's obviously what you should tell someone. Yeah. So, yeah, we met this whole character with the family and celebrating mm-hmm. his kid's birthday and he's dead yeah just bye-bye it's like literally like the first two minutes of the movie so yeah uh, no spoilers there yeah then we meet uh gene hackman and i mean going into it like i read not the whole thing what this is about but just a little like mm-hmm. not even synops- synopsis but kind of like what i read at the beginning yeah like a little snippet yeah so i'm like okay he's a bad guy and then like immediately this taxi driver is like oh have you been to new orleans before like friendly he's like uh yeah and yeah i have and he's like oh i pegged you for like first timer and then he looks and he sees like a picture of the guy's mom and like a little tag from like a hospital and he's like how's your mother doing mm-hmm. and he like no he's like how did you know he's like well, i saw she was in the hospital and now you're taking care of her at home and like knows all of this and like your wife wants to put her in a home but you don't want to because it's not the good christian way because like, he had like a cross yeah. on his yeah. uh mirror i was about to say headlight but that wouldn't make sense um so we're seeing like his way of reading people right and like understanding so much from so little information. so little um so then we we kind of learn that dustin hoffman by the book he is uh, a man of the people and will not do will not do wrong he's trying to do right by i can't remember who celeste the, i think her name was did you watch the movie yeah i, okay. I really love it so. i was like how i'm impressed how you remember all of yeah, this yeah no, i rewatched it like last or right before we came yeah because i just really liked it and i just wanted it kind of fresh in my head too mm-hmm. um so yeah he's by the book and they're kind of they're about to do jury selection gene hackman goes to like this random warehouse where everything's set up you would think it's like the cia they have like people following all the characters and pictures they have information on every possible they go back through everything like you know i mean there wasn't even internet then like social media but they know everything about these people yeah and um at first he's talking about john cusack and he's like well you know he's he doesn't call him a wild card, but he's like he's he does. Ri- kind of, I think he does say something wild. along that. Yeah, like he's, he's risky. like I don't. Risky yeah, is he's the word risky he uses. because the way he's behaving. Because I think he's John Cusack. It knows how to get on a jury. He knows what to do, and that's exactly what he's doing. But I think Gene Hackman's got a little like I don't know something about him. Right, is bugging me. Yeah. But then they don't have enough 
like you're allowed a couple vetoes or whatever they're yeah, called, right? They do run out. That's the one thing I'd say is pretty inconsistent about the movie is like Gene Hackman's in the courthouse. And then like two seconds later, he's back in the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And they just don't explain. I mean, eventually they show at the end that it's like walking distance, but yeah. like they don't explain that at the beginning. I'm like, he was just in the courthouse and now he's now he's here back bad, over here bad editing or bad yeah. like he just Writing, tel- yeah. teleported <laughs> that would be that I, that wouldn't surprise me with the character um so yeah gene hackman is using completely illegal tactics and yeah has ev- like people tailing oh, everyone breaking into their houses the information they have on these people is horrific like some of it's really sad and they will stop at nothing because it's the gun pe- like people like they, you know, they're willing to pay millions and millions to buy a jury. Yeah. Which uh, they do say it is for sale. Yeah. So we get to jury selection and before it's it's so good how they like because this actually sorry, I didn't say who's in this movie. So it's John Cusack, Gene Hackman, Dustin Hoffman, Rachel Weiss, Bruce Davidson, Bruce McGill. Almost didn't read that. Jeremy Piven and Nick Siri. Mm-hmm. Um. So we get to jury selection, but before that, John Cusack's talking, oh, I can't believe I have to go to jury duty. This is terrible. And his friends are trying to give him ideas like, just like flee the country or commit a felony, like do something to get out of this. Mm-hmm. And it does it, I guess maybe for just almost like record of like, if something happened to him or it seems like he had a lot of like backup plans where his friends would be like, yeah, he didn't want to do this. Right. Like he would have that, not message, but. Like that's, People close to him would know that. Yeah, he's trying to portray someone who did not want to be on the jury, right? Just just in case. He, yeah, plan B, C, D, right? Yeah. And Jeremy Piven comes in and says to Dustin Hoffman, like, listen, you're going up against Gene Hackman. You need someone like me to help because he will do whatever it takes to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we get to jury selection, and it's so fascinating that... Because Dustin Hoffman's like, okay, yeah, you're hired, but, like, I'm making decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, you can help, but it's my decision because I'm the lawyer. It's my case. Yeah. And at first, they kind of, it seemed, there's a lot of agreement on both sides. It's like, yeah, take them, take them, no problem, no problem. And then it turns into a lot of, like, I like this person, no, veto that. Mm -hmm. Or it's always, you can test. Then this, like, room full of jurors is getting whittled down and then... Almost like in typical movie fashion, John Cusack's like the last one sitting there and gets added on and everything's fine. There is one guy that, um, and it's amazing. Again, it shows Gene Hackman's character knows so much. He's like, look at how he's, this guy is trying, not John Cusack, it's another guy. It's like trying too hard to be selected. And he's like crossing his hands and he's answering every question, like kind of like not perfectly or in a yeah there's something about it something over the top yeah and he's like yeah no get this guy out of here so the defense says you know we're gonna we're gonna contest this so he gets up has a shirt that says guns kill and he's like how could you do this to the people and he like starts smearing fake blood on himself and he's like these are your children's blood yeah yeah gets taken out and it's like wow that was but he knew and that's where it shows like how smart Gene Hackman is, mm. right? His character is so smart. And he has this amazing quote. I I think it's to one of like the gun guys that like are like there's kind of like a group that's paying him to win. Like yeah. they're saying we're paying for this verdict. Yeah. And Gene Hackman says trials are too important to be left up to the jury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great quote for this movie. Yeah. Um, then... I think it's, I th- I think they like go back and like they want to 
I don't know if it's like confirm the jury or just make sure everyone's okay. And they're sitting there and cause John Cusack again, to this point, you're like, he just has a plan he's trying to get out of this. How is he going to get out of this? And he's like looking at his watch and the judge goes, um, uh, you keep looking at your watch. Are we keeping you from something? And he's like, well, um, you know, there is this Madden tournament. Yeah. And he's like, what? He's like, Madden football, the video game, they select like 15 people to go play against celebrities and other football, like in football players. And, you know, I just, I don't, I don't want to miss it. And he just uh, like, cause when I watched it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's funny that he did that. And you know, this character, he just really doesn't want to be here, but it's just all a part of this character. Yeah. Yeah. Because once the judge is now like, you're basically on this jury, no one really can contest it. And I think they only had like one each left or something. And Gene Hackman did not want him. He's like, no, he's just something his gut was like, no, but he was like, you know, and then he goes, well, now we have to take him because the judge is kind of whatever for him. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Almost forcing him to stay there. Yeah. Like he's like, no, now you're staying. (laughs) So they're all like, damn, now he's on. Because even at first, like, Rachel Weisz and John Cusack, like, he goes to, like, this candle shop to try to yeah. pray to not have to go to jury duty. And then, like, the next time you see her, they're, like, a couple. And they have – and they do this kind of cool – where they have a board with all the information of the jurors. And Dustin Hoffman has that mm-hmm. same board. And Gene Hackman has that same board. Yeah. So you kind of see these three sides. Because I just wrote, like, these two have their own plan. Cause, yes. Like, why would they have that information if they didn't want something to do it with? And they're talking about like how much money could this make us? And it was like, like upwards of like 10 to 15 million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, then you could see Cusack starting to, he's working the juries, befriending the people he needs to kind of standing up. He makes, or he doesn't make, but he supports uh, the blind guy, which yep. I can't remember his name, but I can't remember either, that was but... a, it was a big thing about like names in this movie, which I'm like, I'm just going to stick to actors. Yeah. Yeah. But he makes him the jury foreman. Mm-hmm. Well, cause there was another guy who wanted to be, but he was a bit hot headed. And like... he's a like soldier and he was in Beirut. And yeah. A bunch so of he places. was like, mm, probably not the best one. And you know, but he's really, John Cusack's really good at swaying everybody without making it look like he swayed everybody. Yeah. And he's really good at manipulating situations. Like when the first time they're about to have lunch, he writes on his menu, throws it outside. Rachel Weiss has it and calls and says the lunch was supposed to be at one. He's like, yeah, I'm calling from the courthouse. Can you delay the lunch until two? Mm-hmm. So then everyone's sitting there hungry and John Cusack sneaks out and finds the judge. And it was like, you know, like if we're going to keep doing this case, like we're really hungry. We haven't gotten our lunch. Uh-huh. And the judge like, what can I do? So then they bring the entire jury to this like nice restaurant where they all get to sit and eat and have this nice meal. But then people see like the other like lawyers see it and it's like, it kind of throws them off. Like, why are they sitting with like the judge? They were kind of sitting in the table beside, but why is the judge there? Like it just throws everybody off. Like he just knows how to get in everyone's head. Right. Mm. So then Rachel Vice, who's wearing a blonde wig is in the courtroom and says, Oh, can you make sure this gets to both the, the lawyers or prosecutor defense, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's a picture that says um, the jury is for sale. And it's a picture, like a Photoshop picture of all of them. And then it says, it has a message on the back, which I can't remember what I, it says. I think it was just the number to call maybe. or Probably. Yeah. Um, so then she ends up calling both sides. And it's from a payphone. And like 
the Gene Hackman side is getting a phone call and they're like, all right, trace it. Yeah. Because it's also funny. I don't know if her name is actually Connie Moreau or Monroe, but she's in the Mighty Ducks movies as like her assist, his assistant. Oh, okay. I can't oh. remember if that's her actual name because hmm. in like every movie, her name is Connie. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's in her contract. <laughs> Just makes it easier. <laughs> um, so then she calls both sides to be like, listen, if you want this verdict, you have to pay. It's mm-hmm. $10 million and no questions asked, not negotiable. Um, so then because of this, Gene Hackman's sides just starts blackmailing people and they go into John Cusack's apartment and steal stuff and John Cusack actually catches the one guy who's like, oh yeah, I'm the, the internet cable God. guy. Oh, and, cable, right. And every, people were having issues and like mid-lie, he just like throws stuff at him and runs out and it was actually, it wasn't, he got a uh, he, he got his hard drive, but it was wiped, or the they couldn't use the information from yeah. it. And it actually was an MP3 player that had all of the information they needed. So eventually, they go back, and these two guys kind of rummage through everything and find the MP3 player in the floorboards. Then they just burn his apartment. Yeah. For yeah, whatever just reason, burn it down. Yeah. And this is while the jurors are at an apartment or uh, not an apartment. like a motel. They're at a motel, but then they're they're at a bar. And because they kind of dig into people's personal lives, they find out about one of the jurors has like pretty deep secret. And there's a few of them that yeah. have secrets. But then this girl, like, not just kill herself, but like she, she like just, takes sleeping pills yeah. and is yeah. drinking and passes out in the bathroom. Yeah. So this is what causes the jurors to then be sequestered. So mm-hmm. Sequestered. 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 Um, so they're all going to this motel and even then Cusack is still manipulating situations. He's talking to it's everyone. It's probably easier to, to manipulate it when they're all under the same roof though. Uh, right. Yeah. So, cause then he's saying, well, you know, we might not be safe in our normal lives. And people are saying, well, are we going to be safe now? Mm-hmm. And he gets his key and he's like, well, now we are. Yeah. Cause they're also kind of, they're heavily guarded. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he still sneaks out around them. I know. Like he's like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get to see for the first time Rachel Weiss and Gene Hackman meet up and they're on not a train, but yeah, it's like a streetcar type thing. Yeah. And she's like, it's not negotiable. $10 million. He's like, here's 500,000, which yeah, not very good negotiating skills, but he has, has the check. And she's like, we can see how we got all the jurors into one spot mm-hmm. and we can, we can change this verdict to whichever, which way. Yeah. And uh, I right, pretty much. I think it's like right after she gets off the streetcar. I was like, "Well, you're not gonna follow me." She's just very confident. She everyone, is. everyone is very confident. Um, then she meets with Dustin Hoffman, who ends up just screaming at her, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This isn't like I'm not doing this. We're not going yeah. to do this." Yeah. In in the way that she wants, I guess. Right. Yeah. He wants to win fair and square. Mm-hmm. And then after some more deliberation. Then we get a nice, our nice Gene Hackman, Dustin Hoffman face off in a bathroom. Yeah. Where I was like, it's not that kind of movie where it'd be a fight. It's just a verbal like altercation. And like, it's, they're talking about morals and Gene Hackman's character is known for doing stuff like this mm-hmm. and he'll do anything it takes to win. Yeah. Um, then Dustin Hoffman goes to the federal reserve and says, you know, I've lost track of this case. Like I, not that I can't handle it, but he's like, I need help mm-hmm. and I need $10 million from the reserve 
to and he doesn't say what it's for but yeah. it's to give to her to win this case yeah because for him it's not about it's not about the money it's about winning a case for this widow and like and her just, child yeah yeah for the people for the people for gun control yeah um then we get the gene hackman john cusack they meet up and again a lot of it's it's cat and mouse pretty much until the last second yes yes um rachel vice gets attacked and like paralyzes the guy mm-hmm. or just says like he's she's he's not gonna walk home tonight yeah um we could have the verdict by today we have kind of a character in a i'm gonna make this vague a character in a situation you wouldn't expect and it's not a major character but is learning information is learning about some of the people that are involved in this situation mm-hmm. fun they do mention irish twins which i thought was just made up yeah no it's, it's a thing one grade apart um i will say someone someone does pay mm-hmm. there is an amount of money paid and then you kind of get this cool um jury trying to decide the verdict and a lot of uh arguments going both ways eventually you get your verdict and pretty much with the verdict you realize where all the pieces fit together yeah like it's got a cool ending where it all comes together and it's got a good twisty thing and it's got it's a really good ending it's a very satisfying movie i would say right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it excellent great job um i guess let's get into it's a 10 but so why not why don't you explain okay so on tiktok right now they're doing this trend where you say for someone like i could say to jack she's a 10 but she has really bad breath right four okay so that's the kind of thing you're trying to now it can go either way too it's like you know, he's a five, but he's a really good chef. Like from, you know, so you're trying to like, where do you stand in, in this when you're giving scenarios? Yeah. And where do your priorities stand? Like for a movie, if it's a two, but it has every actor you could ever imagine that you love in the perfect role. Does that make that two? How much better does that make that movie? Does that make it a six, an eight, a 10? Like, where does it go? Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do the same amount. <laughs> I thought it was, a, I told him it was a baker's dozen. And then when I looked at mine, I had only done 10. So I now have 11 and he has a baker's dozen. So he's going to go first. It kind of would have made sense to do 10 for it's a 10, but. Oh yeah. 10, it's a 10, but. Yeah, that would. We're uh, not that smart though. No. All right. My first one. Okay. This movie's an eight. Okay. But none of the accents make sense together. Oh, I see. So, so there's a lot of inconsistencies where pretty much you could think of it. Every actor has a different accent. But it's meant to be the same. Like it's meant to all be Australian, but they all sound different. No, they're just all different. Oh, so it could be like somebody from Boston, somebody from Australia, somebody from Yeah, but it doesn't make sense England. to the story. Oh, okay. Because why, why would all those people be together? Yeah, it sounds like one of those jokes where it's like a Bostonian and Aussie right. and Brit walk into a bar. What, what was it? An eight? It's an eight. I think I'd go six. So it doesn't make it that much it's worse. Not, it's not going to kill it for me, especially if it's an eight. That's pretty good. That seems like a pretty good movie. So, yeah, I think I was six. You can, you can get past the accents. I think I could get past it if if it's an eight. Like, yeah, if it was like a five or a six and you're telling me that, then no, probably not. It's not worth it. Okay. 
It's a four, but it's directed by Quentin Tarantino. So that would probably make it like, I think he's worth at least three. So I'll say, I'll say seven. Seven. Okay. He's, he's enough to, I almost put Tarantino, but. Nice. Um, okay. My next one. It's a three, but it's a Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey rom-com. <gasps> yes. It is a nine. I'm in fool's gold all the way, baby. Is that movie a three? Did I just do fool's gold? Um, I think it's pretty close to a three. The how to get away or how to lose a guy in 10 days is like a solid eight or nine for sure. But fool's gold. No, it's not. Not quite there. No, I mean, maybe it's not a three, but if it's those two and it's a rom-com, I'm in all the way. Okay. It's a nine, but the timeline jumps around constantly. Jack four. hates it. He hates timeline jumps. I am keep, I don't know why we're keeping tracks. It doesn't matter, but it I is know, interesting to see what the, yeah, what just because I, I, I want to just remember. Yeah. You said it was what a nine. I said it was a nine. Yeah. No, that's a four, but it timeline just, jumps around constantly because I had to make it so it was like not just like one or two like it was like constant jumping around also a, it's a constant jump but it's like it not that it's not clear because I think of like maybe that's not time jump but like traffic is three different stories but like the color the right? coloring of the screen tells you which story we're in yeah yeah until people start cross intersecting and stuff right yeah Meg had a hard time with like little women because there was some like that wasn't even time jump like well like it wasn't like different storylines yeah like it was i was like wow you had a hard time with that <laughs> <laughs> that was not hard all right it's a six okay but it has a perfect ending Ooh, i think i'd go eight yeah i like you know what if it's not a great movie but there's something at the end that really goes oh nice like this might be controversial but Usual Suspects to me might be like that kind of movie because like the movie itself, when you're watching it, you're like, nah, I don't know. But then the ending just ties everything ending together. Or Sixth Sense. No, Sixth Sense was really good, though. I wouldn't give that a six. But like, yeah. So if there's a really good ending and you're like, that was really satisfying. I give it, yeah, an eight. I don't want to go too high. Yeah. An eight. Okay. It's a five. But stars Margot Robbie, Julianne Hough, and Blake Lively as sisters. Okay. I'm guessing this isn't a real movie. No. Um, it's what? a. Uh, it's a five. And it's Margot Robbie. Julianne Hough. Blake Lively. Um, it's, honestly, it's probably like a six. Oh, okay. That's uh, not, not going to be. I don't know if it like makes it that much better. Okay, good. Because like, out of the three of them, like... I think there's an acting discrepancy there. Okay. Who else could I have said besides Blake Lively? Uh, even Julianne Hough. Like, I love her, but, like, she's yeah. more of a dancer than an act actress. Safe Haven was pretty cute. She it was. was. She was good in that. Okay. It's about Rock of Ages. Yeah. Footloose. Footloose. She wasn't that bad. No. I want to get you to watch the newer Footloose. I've seen it. You have? With Miles Teller playing, yeah. like, Sean Penn or um, Chris Penn's role. Yes, I've seen it. I don't think I saw the original. I ha- like I have, but I don't remember it. Oh my god, we should totally watch like that. Should be our flip flop. That'd be a fun That'd movie be challenge. Fun, yeah. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> um, in the similar sense of the ending one. Okay. It's a nine. Ooh. But has no real concrete ending, so you're left ambiguous. No, I'm gonna stay with nine. Okay. Yeah. 
Because I kind of feel like Inception was like that. That's, like, yeah, that's the movie I thought of. Like that, it, but it's still nine. The movie's incredible. I don't really know how, like, is it a dream? Is he, you yeah. know, <laughs> we're not really sure, but it still was a nine. Those movies can be frustrating, but then they're also good because sometimes you shouldn't be spoon fed, you know? Endings. Um, this might be my favorite one. Maybe I should save it to the end. No. It's a 10, but it's a sequel to Roma. um but it is actually a 10 some people thought roma was a 10 jack um but it's a 10 but it's a sequel to roma probably a six okay i thought you would have gone way lower unless it's um our naked karate man right then it's like (laughs) a 50 yeah if he's back with his with his shower curtain shower rod yeah shower curtain rod shower yeah rod curtain rod wow yep i know all right this movie's a five okay but it has a great courtroom speech Ooh, i do like a courtroom speech mm-hmm. it's a five it's a five isn't it enough to save it from being a five i think i would but i think i'd only go six or seven like it's definitely it'll amp it up for me i do like a good courtroom speech but I don't know if I go because like how long could it be and how good? I'd say six, seven, maybe like six and a half. I just I don't know if I quite want to commit to seven. Okay. Okay. Give you a six and a half. Okay, it's a six, but it reunites Leo and Jonah Hill. Ooh, that's that's an easy nine. Yeah. Them two back together. Nice little Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, but like they could do anything. Right. I'd be cool with them too. I like it. That's a good one then, right? Because it's a six, but you went like nine. Yeah, they they really make it. So six is like, it's an okay movie, but you're like, no, it's them. It's Mm -hmm. in. Okay. All right. This one might take a little bit of explaining. Okay. But it's a 10. Okay. But they change actors throughout the movie. Meaning like if it's a rom-com and it's two like Leo and Kate Winslet, they change them throughout the movie and don't acknowledge it. But it's the same movie. It's the same movie, but like throughout it, it's just halfway through. They just change. But it's a 10. Oh, shit. My instinct is like a two. That sounds terrible to it, me. Because there's just no consistency. No consistency, but is the movie itself, if it was a 10, that must mean it's pretty good. But I think that would bug me because you would like. Because then they just, they. they. What if their chemistry wasn't as good as the other people? And, and they, then they, I would they be. Pick conf- up, they pick up the story wherever it's left. And then I'd be confused because I'd be like, are we in a different time? Is this like an alternate universe? Is this like Doctor, Sh- where's Doctor Strange? <laughs> No, I think I'd go two. I think that sounds annoying, but that's a good one. So my fa- a, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that's a really interesting one. Can you imagine if somebody actually did that? That'd be so weird. Okay, it's a three, but it's a football movie. Ooh. Okay, I, I know this is probably not the... That's not asking. Are Is the football itself good? Yes. The Like, the football scenes are good. Yes, best you've ever seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just so kidding. it's and it's what? What'd you say? I said it's a three. It's a three, but like So maybe the storyline, right? Is so good it's a, or so or, it's a flawless football movie, but like yeah. the football itself is good, but the football other story scenes are great, but maybe it's not the best. It's not a good story. Maybe the acting's not good. Probably like a six. Okay. That's pretty good. 
It's enough improvement where I could go, yeah, this movie sucks, but at least look at the football. Okay. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. That's a good one. Yeah. I could distract myself. and You'd be like, football. Yeah. I like football. Interception. <laughs> it's almost football season. Oh, yay. All right. This movie's a four. Okay. But directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, it's a nine. That's a big, that's a big jump. It's Wes, man. He's amazing. I love him. Yeah. He would, he would really have to do some, yeah, it would like even the French dispatch, I enjoyed it. Not the best I've seen. That would be similar to something where I was like, but it was still Wes Anderson. So yeah. I would still give it like a nine. I'd still be like, it was ing- incredible because I love him so much, but it wasn't the best one I've seen by far with him. Right. Okay. I'm interested to see what you're going to say in this one because I don't know if it's as big of a deal for you as it would be for me. But it's a five, but it has an incredible soundtrack music. Is the is the soundtrack like related to the movie or just this, the music is good? I In my head, I was thinking not Guardians of the Galaxy being like a five, but in my head, I was thinking how well they used the music and how good that soundtrack is in guardians of the galaxy so i was thinking like that kind of realm of like just the music really is really good but the maybe the movie yeah it's only a five it's probably like a six okay so it's not jumping too much no okay i would leave it go like wow that wasn't very good but i enjoyed the music right okay cool um all right it's a seven, okay, but has a lengthy musical number in a movie where it's not relevant. Okay. So it's not a musical the whole time. It's just a regular movie, and then we just do a musical, like at the end. Huh. What was it? A seven? It's a seven. I think I'd just keep it as a seven. Yeah. I think it's like... Seven's a decent movie. Is it going to ruin the movie? No. And especially if it makes me want to get up there and boogie too like isn't isn't slumdog millionaire like that like i'm not saying slumdog millionaire is seven but isn't it like a musical yeah, number at the end like it just yeah kind of at the end there's just like some dancing yeah it's like a really good movie you should watch it i should um it's a four but gets nominated for all the major oscar categories hmm then again, it makes me think Roma like that. Not that it got nominated for everything, but I don't always agree with the Academy. Yeah. Right. So does that, does it change it for you? Honestly, probably not. Okay. I yeah. think it would still be a four. Still be a four. I would definitely watch it though. Cause I would think like, how does this movie manage to get everyone good enough performances, directing all that stuff like yeah. to be nominated? To be nominated. Okay. I don't know if I'd enjoy it though. I know. Roma traumatized us. <laughs> All right. It's a one. Okay. Oof. But it's Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Oh, buddy. You get them reunited. Or not reunited, but together again. But a one. But it's a one. But they're back. I think I'd go like five. Okay. That's a pretty significant jump. Yeah. Because he's Cause about a one. Wow. That is a bad movie. Right? Yeah. But then you kind of get a little taste of that. Yeah. Four. What did I say? Four or five? Five. Five. Okay. Um, this one might be bad. Okay. It's a nine, but it's p- 
produced by Harvey Weinstein and stars Mel Gibson, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> and it's about the struggle of the white man. That is really good. Um, it was, what is it? A nine. Yeah, I can't. That's like a two. <laughs> okay. Two might, I don't know. Well, that's a one. It's I a one. It's, and it's not as much the people involved, but the struggles of a white man. Yeah. That's a one. We don't need to see that movie. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear about I the struggles. I feel like I set you up though. What are you supposed to say? Yeah. Like, that's. Oh, that's an eight. Yeah. That's I'm down t- to see that, man. That's a 10. <laughs> Let's make right. it. No, I know. No, it is a bit of a, that's a bit of a setup, but yeah. I was just going to leave it as like stars, Mel Gibson and Kevin Spacey and see what you said. But then I was like, well, let's throw some white man stuff in there. Um, this next one, it's an eight. Okay. But two siblings kiss. So Game of Thrones. That's what I'm thinking. Game of Thrones. You could think Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But it's an eight. It's an eight. The two siblings kiss. And it's like, I am I was thinking of it as like Star Wars. Like, they don't know, but they still I should. I keep it as an eight then. Yeah. I think after Game of Thrones, I kind of like got over that. Like, I just try not to think about that ick, mm-hmm. you know? Because like, Cause it's, I was gonna it's say, an eight. Like, that's a really good movie to me. Yeah. That, it, I wouldn't ruin it. It's not going to ruin it. Yeah. But I also wouldn't like, I would give it a 10. Yeah. You, you wouldn't <laughs> love it more because they kiss. Yeah. Because I was going to be like... It's a 10. <laughs> I was going to get weirder and be like, it's like Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right, right. Just to really like... Just so I have a visual. Like real siblings, not just movie siblings. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's funny. Like Angelina Jolie. But she did that. She already did that. Yeah. She already did that with Not her, in a movie, though. With her brother. Yep. Um, Okay. It's a five, but it's the most original movie you've ever seen. And it gives you an existential crisis. I'm in, but I'm going to say like an eight and a half. Okay. Because, yeah, if it's original and it's really going to make me think, I like that. Yeah. I like something. I like movies now that really do challenge me. Right. Yeah. Especially after we saw that one, right? The Soul. Soul. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's me. I yeah. forgot. I was looking at you like. Go, go, dead air. <laughs> it's a two. Okay. But. It's also Armageddon 2. It's an 8, obviously. Is it another asteroid? Probably. Okay. Maybe Ben Affleck is in the, the Bruce Willis role now. Yeah, Bruce Willis, I think he's done acting, right? So. Well, I just meant in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like so now, he can't. Now it's the sequel. Oh, yeah. He doesn't live anyway. So. Spoiler. Spoiler, everyone. It's Armageddon, obviously. So can we tell a really story really quickly about we're at the cottage and Armageddon's on TV. We got like zero channels up there and we'd never watch TV, but it was like kind of the end of the night and we were all like, okay, let's just go in. And Jack wanted to watch highlights and Armageddon's on the TV. And I'm like, yes, we have to watch it. So we start watching it and I'm watching it with him and I'm like, huh, maybe this movie isn't as good as I really thought. In in 1998? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it was this great cinematic masterpiece, but now it's just poorly written and some bad special effects. Yeah, I feel but the like characters are good. 
Yeah, I feel like it's like that movie. It's like the beginning's really good, and then once they kind of get on the asteroid, it maybe goes a little downhill. Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, but it was so funny because I was so excited. I was like, "Yes, Armageddon!" Especially because like, it was the last like hour. Yeah, so I was a little like, "Ooh!" Like I actually didn't finish it because I was like, "I'm good. I'm gonna go to bed now." Yeah, you had your Liv Tyler line. And- I know, I know. I really wanted that. I was like, I just want that line. Anyways, okay, my last one. Yep, I have two more. It's a 10, yep. but it's a musical, like no talking ever. Isn't La La Land like that? No, there's talking. No. Um, I really don't like musicals. That's probably... A Be honest, it's okay. Six? Oh, that's not bad, But Because it, if it's a 10 and it's this perfect movie, then I can I could deal with some things. Like some might say that about La La Land, though, mm. and you haven't seen it. Wow, sorry. It was really that loud. Was so loud. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Our two two more. Two more. All right. It's a four, mm-hmm. but it has a Tarantino style ending. So all shit hits the fan. But it's not Tarantino. It's not Tarantino. It's just a Tarantino style ending. Okay, okay. And it was a four? It's a four. I think I'd go six. If it was actually Tarantino, it'd be way higher. But just because we're copying him, I don't want to give it too much. <laughs> yeah. My last one. Okay. It's a nine. Okay. But it's also Fast and Furious 11. Oh, fuck. I, I just don't think I could do it. I just, I, I don't know if I could do it. Um. But it's a nine. It's like a near perfect movie. Okay. okay. But it's Vin Diesel and they're probably like time traveling in their cars. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Back to the Fast and Furious future. <laughs> right. They I, go back through the old movies right? with their cars. Aw, and then we see Paul Walker. Oh, R.I.P. Sad. Um, okay, it's a nine. It's a nine, but I, it's Fast 11. I think I have to go like six. I just don't think I could. I don't know. Like, I would do it, I guess. But I think I gave up on, like, after one. Like, I was like, I got it. <laughs> I'm there. The second one is good. The second is one is it? probably the best one. I yeah. Would say. Okay. Maybe I'll, get, I maybe, I've maybe I'll get you to watch it. No, I've seen it. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, what happens in it? They drive cars really fast in Tokyo. Mm, no? That's the third uh, one. Ah, so close, you guys. Yeah, I'm going to get you to watch it. Okay. It is. It is. Actually, I shouldn't say it's the best. Honestly, f- Too Fast, Too Furious is probably my Armageddon. Okay. Where I remember it very fondly. Which is what? The second one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's what we called it. Too Fast. Well, they uh, have. Oh, there were two. Got too it. Too Fast, Too <laughs> Furious. Well, that's really smart, actually. It is. For All right. Where now it's just like fast 10. Fast 10. Because they're doing 10. But yeah, fast I thought 11. they don't like each other, though. Isn't The Rock and Vin Diesel I don't in think it? he's in it anymore. Oh, but. okay. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's that. That's that. Next week, episode 99. I know. We're getting so close. Uh, we've got our IMCs, My Cousin Vinny, and End of Watch. Yes. Did you watch that yet? No, but I downloaded it. And I was going to watch it at the cottage, but we didn't have time. We were so busy having family fun. And then we're going to do a baker's dozen. Let's say that again. A baker's dozen of the best duos, which you have already done. Twelve. Twelve. Dozen. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I have thirteen. Thirteen. Baker's, Baker's dozen. dozen. There we go. You did it. Of the best duos. Duos. So duos could mean all sorts of things. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's done. I just have to watch End of Watch. I'm right. excited about it. 
case got anything else i got nothing else all right then besides that we will see you next time bye